Welcome to Hero Gab. I'm Brennan. I'm Reese. And today we are discussing physical disabilities in comics. Um, for me personally, I believe that there's not enough representation for um, heroes or anyone really with physical disabilities in comics. And the ones that are, aren't correctly portrayed, I guess. Um, I feel like Daredevil is a good example. He's blind, but he can pretty much see everything that's going on, and I feel like that kind of cancels out his disability, so I feel like he's not truly portraying blind people in it. And one of my favorite physical disabilities in Heroes is Professor X, with him being paralyzed in the wheelchair. I just think even because of his disability, he's still able to like find people and function normally just like anyone else and doesn't need anything like help outside of his work as a hero or in uh, the real world. Um, we have a guest here today with us. His name is Ayinde and um, we're going to ask him some questions and see his opinion on this topic. So, do you think that heroes with disabilities use that to their advantage, or is it a challenge that they have to face? Um, I think it's kind of both, uh, honestly. When you when you really look into a lot of the super a lot of superheroes that are popular, like you look at Daredevil or some people like Echo, they're not they they use it to their advantage because it's it's sort of like oh, um, like Daredevil in one of one of his issues, he used that to sort of you know coax people into tr getting help like oh I'm blind I'm sorry you know but it's also a struggle because you know he can't he can't see like everybody else can so it's like how do like I can't necessarily I'm not like everybody else I know that there are things that I have to go through like even just walking down the street it's going to be a struggle for him because he can't really he still needs to have a little walk the, the cane or whatever that um, helps him to really to know where he's going so I it's kind of both in a way um, okay, so like Daredevil or Echo, does having a physical disability make a hero better, worse, or neither? In terms of skill and you know their their uh, actual powers, it does it doesn't see it, it may seem like it's better because it's like oh I'm doing all of this awesome stuff and I have and I have a shortcoming, but in terms of like their morals and you know their ideals it doesn't make doesn't make them any worse or any better just 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 they're just heroes there's just they they have something they got, they got another hurdle that they have to go through to be a hero so again let's use again using the daredevil example he's still like he's still a good guy he's still he's still a good guy trying to do good things for the world he's just a blind and a ninja who wears red so it's like yeah, his skills seem more impressive because he's blind. But at the but in at the end of the day, his morals, his ideals don't change. He's still a he's still a hero, regardless of whether or not he was blind or whether or not he could see. Do you think that physical physically disabled heroes have enough representation in comics? <laughs> um, no, they don't. And that's sort of that's kind of it's sort of a problem but at the same time I understand there is there's this thing in comics where they don't want they don't want to oversaturate the market with um, 
like you see it you see there's a lot of backlash nowadays of how how diverse that Marvel's get Marvel is getting specifically because um, they what they want they're trying to do is they're trying to um, they're trying to um, make their comics uh, for a demographic that ne- that doesn't necessarily read comics and I understand I understand like you we always want diversity and that's how that's comics comics have always been trying to be diverse since like since we had you know Black Panther and the one in Fantastic Four I think it was like number 130 something um you know they always try to be diverse but at the same time you don't want to make everybody you don't want to make everybody you know paralyzed you don't want to make everybody deaf you don't want to make everybody blind you know you always want you want to make those these disabilities I don't want to say feel special but you want to be like you want it to be you know much more ground like not grounded but eh, it's it's hard to the um to actually say what it is what it's trying to be what I what it should be is like you know with Daredevil Professor Xavier Doctor Strange Echo um you know these people they there's their disability while it's a central part of their character of their their stories they don't nec- they're not always about them being paralyzed or being paralyzed or them being having a disability it's about them going and doing heroic things for the sake of being a hero for the sake to save their their friends families the world and that's where um, the representation I feel like should is going is going to improve over time but at the same time you don't want it to get you don't want it to have too much because then they'll feel like it, all of these these characters they're not going to feel special they're not going to feel like oh this they, I, they matter and not just because that they're physically disabled it's because that they are just wonderfully written characters who have intriguing backstories and have engaging stories um follow up from that do you think that disabled heroes are better represented in DC or Marvel comics um and I know you said that Marvel is yeah Marvel's in diversity but do you it's more of like what better represents the heroes or the characters in disabled characters in terms better. of quantity Marvel's Marvel does sort of have DC edge out but in terms of actual characters uh, like an actual character and um, you know the way that they're written I feel like DC actually has one of the better as actually has better representation because they make them seem like you know normal like not necessarily like normal like um, there's a character in DC comics called Dr. Midnight who actually precedes Daredevil by about 20 years he was act- he's the actually the first blind superhero and he's like actually like he's blind but his spe- his power is the fact that he can see in pitch black so he always has the he, he fitted his costume with pitch black goggles so that he can see but without the goggles he's he's actually blind and he, pre- he like I said he preceded Daredevil by about 20 years um so, but he's just—he's just a regular guy. He's—he well, regular in the sense that he's a doctor, and he had to give up surgery because he couldn't see. But at the end of the day, he's still just a guy. He's not like a lawyer or something like that. A blind lawyer who's also who happens to be a ninja on the side, or someone who's deaf but who can mimic other people's mimic other people's 
anything basically making making can make her a ninja um he's just normal he's just but he wants to he wants to do good you know it makes it seem more realistic it's just you know i may be blind but i'm i'm going to try do do what i can i'm going to fit this costume to fit my to to fit my disability my disability and use that and make to make a change i feel like that's more realistic than having him blind but he can see with his ears and you know feeling vibrations in the ground and stuff like that and, and then able to see that way so in terms of characters DC wins but in terms of the quantity of characters it's still more I still think Marvel does so if comics address physical disabilities and their struggles in life do you think they would still be as well liked now this has been a. This is one of my biggest issues with a lot of comics nowadays. Is the fact that um, they, um, it's not an issue per se, but it's something that I have, I've been, I've addressed a, a long time, a lot of times in writings and stuff like that that I, that I've done. Um, a lot, what comics are starting to do nowadays is that they're putting more focus on with their stories. They're putting more focus on disability and rather, and not necessary or not the disability, but disabilities like race. Uh, gender, they put those in the forefront, and then they take the act, the actual characters take a backseat. So it's like, oh, these these stories are still more are, are about the disability itself rather than the character behind the character that's actually being affected. It's like, um, oh my, oh I'm if I'm blind, it's like I'm blind. Oh my, like you know, and you have like six issues dealing with them being blind, but not them being not them what are they going to do like how are they going to be a hero and that's where i think a lot of people's frustration is is that they want this they want these stories to be you know engaging and not just for the fact that these people are disabled um a lot of uh i talked to a lot of friends and a lot of actual comic writers i actually had a a a talk with scott snyder who who wrote the flash um during a convention it was very it was short but um he told me one of the things that he should you should always ask is why should I care about this character? You know what 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 do they do? What how do they act? You read everything and you say why should I care? And if you cannot find anything besides the fact that oh they're disabled or or they're blank, then they're not well written. So having more being uh, addressing these disabilities and their struggles, it's not what isn't. They'll still they'll still be well liked, but if that's all that they focus on throughout their issues, because most comic books run about maybe nowadays they run like eight nine issues at a time before they before they move on to another story or another or another side another side uh, side story. Um, if you you start focusing more on the disability then the character that's when people are going to say okay we need we need to stop but once you if you start if you meld the two together and you say this person's disabled and then we're going to try and feed that into into the story let's like whatever you whatever you think of then people can get behind it and then get behind the character and then you'll have stuff like uh then you have people with a who can come together and have this rabid fan base 
and then let's say and if it gets like canceled or something you have people who will say no bring it back bring it back like uh, like they did earlier this year they just announced that the milestone reboot's coming out which is DC it's I don't want to say it's black DC but it is it's a uh, static shock icon um, it's it's the it's the more diverse side of um, DC where it's focused on black black superheroes and there's been a there's been a huge huge um, uproar you know about why they want to, we want we want uh, static shock back because that was an issue that got canceled after its eighth issue that was a series that got canceled um, I was a big fan obviously um, but they said that you know because of the fan demand they're breaking back the re- they're, they're rebooting milestone and I feel like you can do that same thing with with characters with physical disabilities you can say you make you but you have to write these characters well you can't just put them out there and then expect people to love them you got to write them well they got to be you got to they got to look aesthetically pleasing otherwise people are going to just going to you know open it and then just say oh well that was they tried i mean yeah i agree with that if you have a character that you make their whole identity just one thing whether that's their disability race sexual orientation anything like that i feel like you lose the complexity of the character and you lose the attention of the readers as well and for our last question how do you think the killing joke freaks affect how people view um people with disabilities oh oh well the killing joke is special because it's sort of what it tried to do was sort of is take peel back the layers of Batman and the Joker and you know the Joker is just a really sick twisted individual and he'll get whoever he wants to do whatever it is that he needs them to do so he doesn't care like what they look like but at the same time these freaks are just they are just that they are freaks they're they're physically like they're freaks what we would what we would consider them um I don't think since they're since we know that this is a comic and they seem cartoonish in nature. If you if you watch the if you watch the animated movie, you see that the way that they're portrayed, they're more cartoony in nature. So it's it's easy for people to to take a step back and say, "This I know this not this isn't how actual people with this physical like physical um, disabilities look like or any or something like that. This isn't how they actually act because this is just way too cartoony." But when you look at the comic itself and the way it's drawn, that's where people. That I feel like that's I can understand where people say, "Is this really how this? Is this how it's? Is this what it's like?" Because of the way the killing, the art of the killing joke is much darker. It's much grittier. It's sort of, um, it's like okay, this we're not no 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 more flashy colors or anything like that no no big explosions and stuff like no we're gonna get into the real nitty gritty and this is just uh going old school old school batman so and getting even darker than that um but these freaks again since we know that since we people know that this is a comic book it's easier for us to take a step back and say this this is how actually what it's like but then at the same time, you see the way that it's drawn. It's like, ugh. You can't help but ask the question. Is this really what it is? Does does anybody ever do... Are there people who act like this? Are there people who do this type of stuff? Who 
are sort of, you know, not to be, not to use the term like, you know, nonchalantly, but who, who really do act like freaks, who, who look like that and act like that. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm biased because I love the killing joke. Um, it's probably my favorite Batman story besides maybe the long Halloween, which is really great. Um, so yeah, that's what I, I mean, you guys, I've been through a lot of debates about the killing joke just in general. Um, so I, that's what I think. (laughs) Well, um, thank you for being with us and helping us on this podcast and, um, Thanks for listening to Hero Gab.